donate your offering to churches through many, many other this past app. This, come on, churches have to change. Synagogues have to change. If this is the case, then maybe we need to start looking at how we're operating as organizations, right? Absolutely. But we, but we have to galvanize our minds to grow with our times. And I'm really disappointed. You can see now my tone from yesterday to today is different because I'm now beginning to realize that we are working with two different forces of, um, of nature here. One side wants to just think that money solves all problems, and one side is saying, but wait, you know, I'd rather live poor for a month or two, but I'm going to live through than I walk out in the middle of the road and get hit by the disasters of natural calamity. I mean, which one of the two would you choose? Absolutely. That is, you know, go ahead. I'm listening. That, is, that is exactly how I picture what America is doing right now. And mostly big countries like Brazil and partly UK as well with Johnson because he acts like Trump sometimes. And these are the problems. You know, I mean, I've even heard that uh, uh, he might not even shut down the, the, the country like the way he did if another surge, you know, another surge of this virus comes along. Come on, Frederick. Are we serious? I mean, it, it boils down to uh, what you said, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the most important thing, like the governor of New York has been saying, and of course, Michigan, the lives should come first. The lives should come first. Can and you vote when you're dead? Fred? No, 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 no. Can, can you can can you can you really think about uh, going up in the park when you're on a ventilator on your fifteenth day and you're surviving? You know, you're you're fighting for your life. That's what the governor from New York and the governor from Michigan and various governors are saying. They're saying that you know the the final consequence is death. You know. The economy, we can do things, we can put money into it, we can do stimulus checks, there's many things you can do when you're alive, but the consequence, the final consequence is death. So Look, we all know, we all know, this country, okay, is unique out of many countries in the world because it's built on the premise of hard work, right? Yes. That's why this country is so unique, you know? Um, and this is why we emigrate to this country. It's because we want to attest our abilities that in other places we seem to see there's a slag. We want to come here and become champions of what we do. This is what makes America unique. But now it seems to show that there are people that are not interested in understanding that America can be, can be the economy can be built just like that. The economy didn't die because people weren't working on it. We put it on a pause because it was a purposeful pause. So which means that it can really go back to its greatest nature in a short time. Yes, we're going to go through problems. Let's be honest about that. Because there are businesses that are not going to come back. Let's be honest about that. Okay? But at the thrive of this disaster and the risk that we're taking for the better and the greatness of humanity, those businesses might come back in a different form. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. And, and, and that might allow some of these business owners that have lost their, their old businesses to reinvent themselves. And this is what life happens. We are all going to be reinventing how we operate in life. We've all been affected by this. The question is, are we willing 
to do this right or are we willing to keep on hiding? Which one would you feel you know, comfortable doing? Every time that you want to step outside, you, you, you hesitate to put on your shoes or you rather say, you know what, I, today the weather is this. And you're looking at the brighter side of what you're going to do when you're out there instead of being scared of opening that door. That's not where we want to be. The last, I don't think that's where you want to be. Absolutely not. I mean, the thing is, is like you said, there now there are two different uh, situations. One of the situations is is that there are people who are, you know, want to be safe. They're putting their mask on. They're putting their gloves on. They're going to the store with it, not just because it's a mandate, but because for them concerned about their health and their family's health, they're putting their mask on. They're, uh, you know, being safe. They're putting masks on their children, keep themselves safe. There are people who are not wearing masks, they're not wearing gloves, they're not protecting their children, they're not protecting their family, they want to still come in the store without it, they're not being aware of it. And then anytime your major companies, uh, you know, uh, your major companies uh, shut down, had to convert from making their product to making PP, you know, PPP equipment, this is serious and you're absolutely right. Um, this is a, a supposed to be a democracy, not a kingship, not a dictatorship, and we have laws. Yes, yes, and and I believe that every country in the world respects, you know, um, these organizations, and one of them is the church and the prayer groups, and you know, organizations. You respect because they all add to the growth of you know the country's well-being, right? So I think disintegrating away from that approach just makes us become uh, a new Libya, you know, where you can you have no sense. Like right now in Libya, they don't have a government. They're just functioning based on the fact that you got to survive. I mean, this is basically how you're letting Americans, uh, you know, live, saying, oh, protesters, you can go with guns into the governor's office and uh, do whatever it is. And I always tell Fred, Fred, I will tell you, Fred, yeah, I'm, I don't support Democrats. I don't support Republicans. I support America. Absolutely. I mean, and, yeah. And, and this is this is where, in a, in a time like this, there's nothing about being a Democrat or being a Republican. It's about supporting America. If America wins, then you can practice your Democratic and your Republicanness. You can do whatever you want to do. But right now, the only one thing that matters to me is the 50 stars and those beautiful stripes. That's it. Nothing else should come in between that. It's the fight to get this place equally. My neighbor, I don't mind whether they're white, black, Chinese, you know, it could be Arabic. It's about this country and how every one of those people deserve a right to, 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 you know, to live another day, to enjoy that sunlight, to have those four seasons if they can have that opportunity to be in places like Michigan and live that prosperity and the pursuit of happiness that those great forefathers, founding fathers put together. This is how you do it. This is how we should be looking at things. Is how do we make the pursuit of happiness in past this pandemic become our central pillar that makes this country stand at the top of the world when the Olympics next year, if in God willing, they happen, when Americans walk through that nice stadium in Japan, the whole world will rise to say, now those are young men and women that really show that one day we, the whole world must be just like that. 
Absolutely. That is how we've got to look at ourselves. And I'm really, really disappointed. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like you said, it's a situation where um, it, it shouldn't even be about politics. It shouldn't be about what party you're in. It shouldn't be about what your personal partisan politics are or total party line, any of that. It really should be about uh, let's get a system, let's get the vaccine, let's hurry up. But we really get a chance to see uh, priorities as well. And everything has been unveiled. All the decades and centuries since uh, from the founding fathers to 2020, all of the different systems, all of the churches and charities and political packs, all of it has been unveiled. You know, all the uh, uh, insurance policies that are not being honored, all of the charities that can't help with people who are suffering financially, all these people to raise all this money in the name of charity and help. And then all these insurance companies who, uh, you know, are supposed to have insurance in the name of insurance who are not honoring health care, not honoring uh, different things that they raise money for, different diseases they raise money for. And it also brings the question up with every time there's a serious situation, whether it's uh, Ebola, whether it's SARS, whether it's pandemic, whether it's Katrina, whether it's a flood in Michigan, uh, we see what the priority, whether it's Flint water crisis, uh, we see where the priority is with if it devastates the mainstream community, it impacts the lesser uh, cared for communities even worse, and especially minority women even worse. So it's been unveiled as to who cares about who and what's the priority, what's important. Money seems so, to be important. Money so, seems to be so the main thing. I tell you, and, and money is what's going to put us into our graveyard uh, in, in, in really high numbers in times to come if we don't take care of the simple basic things that really should matter. And uh, I think we've, we've gone away from understanding what the, those basic needs in life are. And if you go to the third world and ask an average person in a village somewhere and ask them what are the three basic life, uh, you know, basic things in, in, in life that you need, you'll be surprised that an average American will fail that question because they don't know. They'll tell you, oh, i got to have money to pay my bills. Uh, that's not a basic need, really, because you could survive without that. Mm-hmm. You could live in, in, in a farm somewhere and, 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 you know, and do your own groceries. You can, you, you can plant your own, you know, uh, your own, so you can have a couple of goats and a couple of cows and, you know, for that, you don't have to go to Walmart. I mean, people don't understand how to survive. Well, this has really been a wake-up call, especially here in the United States. Usually over the years and decades and centuries, it's been somewhere else. It's been other places. And you can see the uh, blatant disregard and arrogance of people who are not putting on a mask or protective measures in the name of arrogance, I'm so-and-so and I don't wear, wouldn't wear a mask or people making uh, comments that, you know, oh, it's a hoax so people can't do rallies and things like that. Just people who are in, uh, who are supposed to be in positions or their uh, significant uh, relatives or siblings are in a significant position and they're making these kind of comments. And like you said, people are suffering crime and mass death, Man, you know, yeah. And then to be on there to, uh, first of all, 
they I, w- I was listening to some of the so-called experts, and that's another thing too, all these so-called experts. Oh um, my God, they're all appearing everywhere. I watch yeah. Fox News, I watch CNN. I'm like, okay, you know, there's so many experts that have emerged everywhere. It's like, okay, uh, find somebody on, in the field that has actually, you know, uh, gone through a pandemic and has gone through situations. Find those people and let them tell you how it feels like. Then you can really, you know, scratch your head a little bit. Yeah, these these so-called because, experts. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was saying these so-called experts. Um, you know, if you were so expert, then why in the world would you let somebody get into office, fire all the protective measures that have been put up? Because we wouldn't be in this situation. Now we're in this situation. And if you knew so much and you were such an expert, we wouldn't be in this situation. But what I find with these so-called experts is they don't know. The White House don't have a plan. They got raised all this money all these decades. They put all these money, all these monies into all these different things. And we didn't even have enough masks to, you know, uh, the governors had to fend for themselves. And you had to go get masks and protect measures other places. And your health, Jordan, and my health is not important. What's important is I want to make sure I get back to work because, you know, me making money is more important than this community that's suffering. That's a shame. Can you imagine that? Like, I mean, I, I I just don't understand how people can can justify that and say, you know what, I really want to go out there. Okay, so when you go out there, what are you going to do? Okay, you're going to make money, but you're not going to go to a bank and bank it. You're not going to do much because, you know, what if all these things don't matter? If this, you, You're going to go to work, but you can't spend money anywhere. There's no food in the stores. You're not going to buy anything. So what are you going to do? Because that's eventually what will happen is that if we keep frustrating the medical field, with another surgeons, we're going to corrupt ourselves an opportunity to survive. This time we are lucky. We might not be so lucky next time because, you know what, the number of people that will be infected will be now in masses. It won't be like what was happening. Oh, yeah, we're seeing a, a serious case in New York. Okay, now it's now coming to Michigan. Oh, yeah, it's in Illinois. It's not going to be like that, friend. It's going to be a serious where it's going to be called a star effect where things are happening and everybody's going to be confused. And all we're going to say is let's just brace for the for the worst and let's hope that something good is going to come up. This is what we're going to do. We're going to now just now you can, we can call all the church uh, imams and priests and, and, and all these leaders to say, just pray for us because we're now giving ourselves to defeat. Is that how we want to live? Mm. I mean, even the testing, the uh, the testing, and uh, for, first, let me back up. For you to endorse a drug that has been proven to do more harm than good, that, now this is just because you and your friends have a major interest in the whole thing. It's about making money. First of all, you're not supposed to be making money being in a, in a political office of that magnitude. That's number one. You done made money, you've been making money, everybody knows you got a controlling interest in a drug and a company that you want to push every time you get on a platform versus the testing that is going to save the masses where everyone can have good health and to get the virus under control and have where people can get the vaccine if needed or the air can turn back to a healthy where you don't have to wear a mask. But I think it's going to always be where you wear a mask now from now on. Those who are considerate of themselves, their health, and other people. 
Now, there are going to be people that want to have guns on the Capitol talking about, you know, I ain't free and I feel like a slave and y'all got us in and we want to go back to work. In other words, they're saying well, they're they, hell, they're saying they they hell with everybody that's sick. And, and, they don't, and they don't even know what a slave looks like. No idea. They have no idea about it. They're talking about things that they can't really relate towards. And and here's someone saying, oh, you're treating us slaves. You've treated a certain group of people in your country as slaves through your ancestors. That is something that is, you know, is worrisome. But let's not go there because we don't want to be bitter about we're trying to fight together to do something right here. Absolutely. Maybe this could be something that could change our rhetoric towards each other. And we can focus on the fact that I don't care whether you're blonde, you're you're nappy hair, you got beautiful, you know, curly hair, you got, you know, brunette hair, you got dark hair, you got silky hair. It's all about what is inside of you and that is your humane, you know, a sense of humanity. That is what we need to fight for. Protect that and is is what we're gonna get us through this difficult period. But if people are gonna keep on doing this stuff and putting swastikas and, and, and then you know driving their 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 Confederate you know flag, I don't wanna see a Confederate flag the flag right now. Mm. I don't wanna see one of those. Because that reminds me that you you're fighting a different cause during a you know another cause. Absolutely. I don't wanna see that. Because you're basically subjecting and saying, you know what, this is my country. Uh, this is not your country. That's right. This is our country. This is our country. This is not your country. It's our country. There is no such thing as your country. No. I refuse that. And I'm telling you, I think people need to learn history. You know? And if they can learn history, they'll understand that. If they go back to their forefathers in England, I will tell them that I'm very ashamed of you. Because we've progressed and you need to progress too. Mm. Mm, it is a darn shame right now what's going on. Look, look at look at the politics. Look at what the Republicans are doing. Uh, and and now they're like, oh, well, we, we don't want to, to give a second round of stimulus. But you stop people from working. So we have to bite the bullet. We've got to do it. Yeah, we're going to be six, you know, 15, you know, uh, what, trillion in debt. But we can make money. This country can do wonders. But we cannot bring the dead to life. And that is something, Fred, I'm saying. We can make and bring that death rate of 15 trillion down, but you can't bring the dead to, to the living. Can you? Absolutely. Listen. Unless there's something they, 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 they know that I don't know. Listen. But they have, they've got a scientific formula that they can do that. Listen, they, you know, they talk about, first of all, we see with this 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 situation, this illness, this pandemic, this, uh, you know, this along with, and not just uh, COVID-19, but there are other viruses and illnesses in the air as well, you know, from, uh, you know, all the uh, fumes and emissions from uh, fossil fuels and all the, uh, you know, people who are putting things in the atmosphere in the ozone. So it's not just, you know, COVID-19, it's uh, many, many other allergies and viruses and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Also, too, what strikes me is, is that if you can fight to get a vaccine this fast, everybody's trying to get it, everybody's trying to do it, allegedly in the name of saving lives and health sake, but this turned into we want to get it first and be the one to make sure we're working in the name of money, not in the name of saving lives, 
But in the name of, uh-huh. we, we want to lock in being the company. Look how much money we're going to make. But getting back to the trillions of dollars. I don't like I don't like uh, politics, but sometimes it's kind of funny. Uh, Fred, do me a favor. Maybe next time we talk, we can talk about this. Can you check and see if Trump has shares in uh, hydrochloroquine? Yes, they, they said that. They said that, and I, we'll double check okay. our facts. We want to make sure we have our facts straight. But according to all the information that I've heard and the news outlets, I listen to a lot of, I listen to all the channels. Uh, be be it, uh, you know, I, I don't really care for the, the, you know, Fox News, but I listen to all the news channels to hear what the information is and do my research and read as well. And according to that, they're they pushing that drug because uh, his partners and some of his people have a controlling interest in the drug. Now, if I'm wrong and my information is incorrect, then the information that I've been getting my information from is incorrect. But we don't. De- I like. I don't deal in any alternative facts. I like to deal in factual information that I read, that exactly. I research, and, and that and I hear. And I think you you you're down the money now. My thing is that if he has shares in this, that explains something. Now here's something again. Did you hear about the? Um, uh, I think she was a House representative from Michigan uh, who went to see uh, Trump and. Uh, She's part of the Democratic Party, and she went to see. She she got coronavirus, and she went to see Trump, and to thank him for for touting the uh, the hydrochloroquine, you know, and that she used it and she got better. So here's the thing. Here's my problem with that. Okay, she's just sued uh, Governor Whitmer, okay, for um, trying to block her freedom of um, speech and whatever expression or whatever it is that is. And I'm saying, okay, you, uh, and as I said, I don't care whether you're Democrat or Republican. If you do something that doesn't make sense, I will call it. And here is a person who knows how dangerous this drug is, and you're going to tell our people, okay? You're going to give Trump the weapon to say, you see, the governor of Michigan, you see, needs to, to allow the kind of program to be issued to all black people in, in Michigan because this is how Trump thinks. Okay? This is how Trump thinks. He'll push the agenda with his side and say, we want blacks for Trump to really push this drug out there because it's helping. Look, look, this this uh, uh, Democrat, she came to me. And she's a Democrat. And that's how Trump, Trump does his stuff. She's a Democrat. So you guys in Michigan, you, you, you really need to take this up and you can go about your life. And we're going to see our people going down, trying to, some of them even trying to commit crimes to do stupid things like, I need to find out because the government is, is lying to us, uh, you know, in Michigan, and we need to find a way to live through that. This is the kind of conspiracy bullshit we don't want. Well, I am very happy that this congresswoman got well, you know, because those are anomalies, and she got better through chloroquine. But I can tell you, as a person who lived in the continent of Africa, and I served there, and I lived there, and I took that drug when I had malaria many, many times. So have colleagues, whether it's CIA, whether it's USAID, whether it's course, Peace Corps, they know what this drug can do to help you through malaria, but for malaria. But it is not the same 
drug that people think, you know, uh, hydrochloroquine is like a very lesser potent to chloroquine. Chloroquine used to be the one to stop. So the hydroxychloroquine is a lesser potency. But then the thing is that it's still not healthy for you if you just take it. And the parasite of the mosquito gets used to you if you keep on taking it until the point where you can not, it cannot cure you from malaria. That's why malaria uh, kills so many people in Africa and Asia and elsewhere. It's because the parasites also change in the nature of how they infect you. Well, that's the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is uh, it's about money. The people will come on and it's all money. The, 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 that's a tactic that's been used over the centuries, over the decades, where you get a so-called export or a testimonial of something where they, you know, say, oh, this is great for you. I recovered from it. But people that know the facts about the drug know that it causes more harm than good. And it is not a cure-all. Not to mention, if we're talking about massive government health in our community. We've had that several times where we had the syphilis you know, where they used us as guinea pigs for that. And it's funny that you mentioned that about her because I was listening to uh, some of the stories and they were talking about the testing process. And they were using real monkeys and they were using cats and rats and what it did. Now, a lot of times these scientific studies, they get one of the universities, they say it's so great. They take 40 cats, 40 rats and 10 monkeys or five and they shoot them with the thing and they study it. Those aren't human beings at the point that they were trying to make. Not to mention they had a lot of false negatives of some of the tests that they're using in the White House. And um, that drug is can be harmful uh, to take it in the context of COVID-19. For malaria is taking it for one situation, but as you pointed out, of course, uh, the system for the parasites can get used to it. And then, of course, you're right back where you, where you were once parasites get used to the drug. And uh, let's get the, let's get, before he starts putting out information, get your facts. But that's been his, uh, his whole thing, the alternative facts. He'll come out, lie, or say something in the game of his people, his friends, or whatever it is. And it's unfortunate that people will die in a mass situation. If the CDC had not been disbanded, disfunded, those kind of things, and the people uh, who been get removed, this is not a reality. This is not the Apprentice reality show. This is real. Okay, let me let, let me let me add this to you. Okay, so let's say, for example, okay, you were Obama and I am Trump. Okay, and you're telling me on your handing over in January that okay, Mr. President. Here's a file of some of the things that we've been looking at as immediate important things, whether it's on international policy, and then you come down to uh, a possible uh, pandemic that could halt the world's economy and global well-being. And you say you need to take uh, you know further into this because we started this. We went through. We were, we already went through swine flu. Uh, uh, we were, we went through Ebola, but something else might come. And I think you need to open your scientific approach. And, uh, CDC and fund it so they can go ahead and, and get this country ready for that. All right? Then you go about your way and celebrate your, you know, your, your, your finished 10, you know, a term, and I take over. Three years later, okay, it is November 2019, and here comes a new birth of a disaster at the end of November into December, COVID-19 is born. 
right? And realized. Could have been earlier than that, but it was realized pretty much in greater detail in December. So the cold COVID-19. Now, I go back and say, oh, those people left me empty stocks. I mean, can you imagine our military had no guns? What kind of a dumbass do you think I am? <laughs> what kind of a dumbass do you think I am? That the U.S. Army, which is, you got more than 50,000 troops around the world, okay? Are you telling me that they got no weapons? Mm. What kind of dumbass do you think Americans are? Mm. That you're telling me that the CDC and the stockpile had no, 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 no face mask. They had things going. They just didn't care. And they disbanded, as you say, the research. They, 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 they fired all the people in charge of pandemics. They did that. So we need to stop this, 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 this bullshit of, uh, of him trying to, you know, redirect and excite Fox News and its, its listeners. And this is one thing that I'm really disappointed about even more, is that you've got intelligent uh, human beings. Maybe I shouldn't call them intelligent. I should now say uh, so-called intelligent people like Sean Hannity on, on Fox who are willing to, to, to you know, to, to get into the president's jacket and wear it. And not know that he might have lice in it, and they're willing to have that lice onto their body. Mm. Well, because they they praise every word and everything he says is absolute. And then there are people listening to that. The Americans, like you and me, that are listening to those people because they follow that. Well, Rupert Murdoch. Uh... You know, Bill O'Reilly, Sean, you know, uh, all, you know, uh, it, it's designed, that 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 particular outlet was designed for what it's doing. But the thing is, what? it shouldn't... Didn't it, they all call it as a hoax? Didn't they all excite people? I, I even heard from black radio stations, well, this thing, you know what, you want to, it's just nothing, you know, it's, we have, uh, we have uh, melanin, it's going to help us. I have recordings of people saying that top, you know, celebrities saying that stuff. And I was thinking to myself, and I used to say in the store, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, people need to travel. I said, our brothers need to travel so we don't end up in this kind of bullshit that goes on into mainstream useless media that just wants to drive you into your pocket and empty you up and then you sit there wondering where your money went when they're enjoying billions of dollars and you sitting there saying, Oh, God. I should have listened better. Let me put it like this. None of this should be about politics and money. It should be about lives, everybody's life. This thing has no, uh, it doesn't care if you're old, young, black, white, Republican, Democrat, no party, independent, green party. It, it, it's killing people across the board. As soon imagine, as you, as imagine soon as, you Fred. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Imagine, Fred, if I called you tomorrow and said, hey, Fred, uh, tomorrow there's going to be a volcano that's going to go through the entire Michigan. What's the first thing you're going to do? Uh, I got to go. I got to get out of there. You're going you're gonna to call as many relatives of yours as possible and say, I'm leaving because A, B, C, D, and I need you to do the same now. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you put the red alert and you make it first. So, why is it that some people right now are busy saying, oh, yeah, but yeah, you, you banned uh, the travel from China. You, you know, it, it, we didn't talk about the, how Americans got infected, right? The, you know, how New York got hit. 
Right. New York did get hit by people coming from China. New York got hit by people coming from Europe, and there were 40,000 Europeans coming into the United States every day. Up until they actually did the travel ban completely. So the president can dance about saying, oh, I, I was the person to China. You know what? Good for you. But China is so far away that you don't even think about the fact that in between China, there are all those people that had already traveled through all those places. And we're just coming into the country. True. So I will refuse and I would argue with anybody who would tell me that, oh yeah, the president did this. I'm like, you know what? Okay, uh, so let's stop this great too. Even my kids uh, can, can laugh at you for that because they'll be like, no, no. I can add one and two together, and I'm telling you, it's definitely not four. Because that's what Trump will try to make people think. Like, oh yeah, if you take one and put two, it gives you four. And people will be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm telling you, I have worked in the United Nations and this, and I've seen real leaders, and this guy is not one of them. Mm. Well, this is a, an epitome of a human being. This, this is a sh first. Uh, I mean, first of all, I mean, as it began, you got your, you got your daughter's husband coming on, sending a message to the whole world, the whole nation. Nepotism, right? Saying that these protective. Equipment, our protective equipment is our protective equipment. Our, uh -huh. as in, uh -huh. as in ours, like uh, the Trumps, it, uh -huh. he, which this is our equipment. The people that pay the taxes every time they buy some gas, every time they buy a loaf of bread, it's their equipment. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And the same thing for people in the positions that are put in the positions they are supposed to be working for the interests of the people, and the interests of the people is to save the people's lives, right? Not. Uh -huh. Now, the thing is, is we as human beings, that should be the whole slogan. I'm going to do a post later and continue to post now on that we all as human beings, that's the most essential thing is all of us living as human beings. Uh -huh. Secondly, the essential thing is let's make sure that the air is clean and clear so that I can go out. You know what I mean? But uh -huh. since there's an issue, we know it's real life. People are dying. Then you know, respect me enough to care about my health, and don't cough on me or put your hand over your mouth or wear you know a protective garment so that you won't get me ill if you've been exposed or not. And don't have somebody coming on in a position where people are going to believe you, endorsing things that have not been proven. I tell you, that drug has not live, been proven to work for this. We live in a this. very interesting world today. Yes, this drug has not been proven. To uh, that matter of fact, that's what they're saying. They're saying that that drug is not proven to do anything to help the uh, uh, the you know, to get rid of COVID nineteen. And also at it's this called, point, it's called healing healing for for uh, you know um, uh, incidents like these are incidental um, you know uh, situations where sometimes you might not know uh, that some people through the, the history of, you know, they, they've been given uh, vaccines of BCG. 
BCG is used uh, for tuberculosis, and you know, in, in especially in, in in the third world and in most of the other parts of the world that have a universal system. BCG is one of the recommended when you're born. It lasts about ten years, and you can get it. You can you know renew it. I guess, but usually most people usually take it, and and it helps them not to get tuberculosis. And what are the similarities between tuberculosis and coronavirus? They both attack the respiratory system. Do you see what I'm talking about? Absolutely. The thing is this. The thing, too, is is that, I mean, we've touched on several things that affect the community at large, but especially our community. Number one, when they had on people from the infectious disease who have been doing it for 30 years, people who through universities, that's what they do. They've been the main thing. I'm listening to a lot of what they have to say. They say the problem is the testing at this stage. The Uh testing, they just are getting into the test. And right now, they're trying to get to a place where they find a test that works because they've been Uh getting a lot of false negatives and the false positives on the test. So first of all, they don't have a test that works. That's number one. Number two, um, once they get a test and then all the different people around the world is testing, right, have to agree uh-huh. that this particular vaccine is a vaccine that can fight this. And then we're only in the first wave of, uh-huh. we're in the first wave. Uh-huh. Now, if we, if we're measuring this too also by 1819 standards. Right. This is 2020. We're measuring what happened with the flu epidemic from 1819. Right. That's our measuring stick. Same thing. They had to wear masks. They were quarantined, so on and so forth. This is 2020, and the the COVID-19 is a whole different kind of infection versus the flu infection from 1819. So they were saying that you would have to test at least 5 million people with a test that worked worldwide every day. To try to get to some and, kind and, of and you know and the experiences of all those contact tracing and everything else, which a lot of people are gonna hate because from the nineteen eighteen coming up to this one here, it just goes to show you that I don't think people understand. This is not a time for you to say my freedom. This is not the time for you to start fighting for oh it's my freedom. Are you gonna take away my freedom? You know what? If you're afraid of your freedom, then you're gonna live in, in, in Mars. Because I need to know if you have coronavirus. I need to know who you you contacted that has coronavirus. Because I don't want that on my kids. I don't want that on my wife. I don't want that on my family. I don't want that on my friends. So people need to realize that there's a time in life. History shows that there's a time they have to choose, get rid of their freedoms for the betterment of the whole universe. The blatant arrogance of the selfish, blatant, greedy, bully arrogance of you saying that you have taken away my freedom to work and there is we in a pandemic, there is no even test that works. There is no vaccine that proven to work. We have people touting drugs that is not for that particular disease and having people come on, they can get, they get paid to, you know what? One of the, uh, uh, true, uh, supporters of his, 
um, text me. She's a major movie star. I don't even want to say her name. Text me the other day and oh. asked me, you know, I always I make a comment on her, some of the things that she posts on the page. And when there's something that's so blatantly false, you know, I make a comment. So they text me and ask me that I want to reply to something. And I told them, heck, you know, because I only deal in facts and I don't even want to be associated with, you know, uh, uh, so, you know, texting something with you. But when you put something, post something on that's so blatantly wrong. I make a comment to let you know that there are other people watching what you post because in our community, this is what we have to do, what you and I are doing right now. And that uh-huh. is have a discussion because they're having uh-huh. a discussion that is a mainstream discussion. They have outlets like, you know, uh, uh, outlets that they have a discussion that is for their interest. But when I look at uh-huh. what's going on in our community, they're not having a whole lot of discussion about what we're talking about now, we doing music battles, we doing dancing, twerking, we doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're not having the serious discussion as to what our, is our response going to be with all this wrong, false information, and then if the testing is not right, it's not We proven. don't have leadership. I, I, I think the biggest problem is the Al Sharptons, and they're not really voices of the Martin Luther King. No. I'm sorry to say, I know a lot of people will get mad from, mad at me for saying that, but it's just a fact. I know later, they are not as influential. Jesse Jackson is not influential. You know, we need people who can just speak in five minutes. The whole entire country will sit down on a couch and listen. We don't have that in our community anymore. That's true. You know, we have that Malcolm X effect. We don't have that. And I think that is the problem why the, the pandemic has showed us again but we are behind everybody else. Absolutely. We I mean, are behind every other you know, race in this country. We are just behind. And now we don't have the opportunities. We don't have the medical care. We, we're being sublime to the worst housing. We, we don't have the best, you know, uh, you know, just needs in life. And we're being put at the bottom of the barrel for jobs, even if you're as qualified as anybody. This is how it is. And, you know, they... I mean, this is a country where people actually want to know, oh, and we want to know what race you are. I've never really cared. I don't care what race you are. Can you do the job? <laughs> that's interesting. I'm afraid. Like, can you do the job? Do you, are you qualified to do the job? That's my, my. That's what I care. You know, if you have to work for me with my company, I want to know, do you have the skills that I require for you to actually make my company better off? I don't care whether you're, you're, you, you have your black, white, Chinese, or whatever it is. It does not appeal to me. You know, you make a very interesting point. Just now, it dawned on me and thought about it. You're absolutely right. Where, you know, you have to fill out, uh, you know, fill out uh, to employ and feed your family what race and nationality and gender you are. That's, it just hit me, the the, the impact and significance of what that means. You know, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter as long as you can do the job and you're of age and it doesn't matter who or what or what color, where you're from. If you can do the right. job, it should be the issue. That's the issue, uh, not uh, what color you are. Already. So that's I'm, I'm gonna I want to discuss that again. We're gonna make this a series too, man. You know, we definitely want to talk absolutely. about. Absolutely, I think next time we can we can get into this because there's some, some interesting angles. Uh, we'll... Hello, definitely. Uh, you know, no, listen, yeah. uh, and, and really elaborate on because we're getting into a point where we're really gonna have to be you know rise above this situation and take advantage of COVID-19 as a way to start fighting the battles that have been lost for many years. And we feed that into the election, feeds that to the post-election, 
and feed it into the new you know uh, year of 2021 and beyond and make sure that we need to start doing the right things for each other and the best thing that america can do is to stop this uh you know sub you know sublining of and putting sidelining of certain people uh oh hispanics or this and that you know what you don't know what makes america amazing is the fact that there's mexicans there is jamaicans there is russians there is italians there is you know this is what makes this beautiful country unique and if we don't realize that this country will become as behind as you can imagine when the rest of the world takes the trade back and you push those people back to the countries where you think they're not great and they make those countries greater by taking what they've learned from here and make it even better and be more competitive than we are then what are we going to do let's put it this way Again, COVID nineteen has changed is a game changer, and it, it is. Has, to it, me, it, I think it's a, it, this disease is the best thing that's happened to humanity in one way, you know, versus others. It, it's a game changer it because it unveils. We talking about globally. It unveils all the hype, all this yes. hype, all the greedy, uh, uh, all the people who um, has raised money all in the name of this and that and charity. All these. Uh, countries who have uh, artists, art czars, and art, uh, you know, uh, uh, departments that you think, it doesn't matter. Everybody has been affected, and then the technology transition is here. So the question is, are you going to take care of your family utilizing the technology? And we need to know where they stand. We talked about Al Sharpton and different people. None of them speak for me. Al Sharpton don't speak for me. He don't, he ain't, but he get paid. So that's the problem. People are getting paid to be biased on one side because it's a, you know, bias on one side. They're getting paid to say certain things. You know what I mean? They're getting paid to do certain things. You're right. We don't have the voices. And that's why what we're doing right now is so important, especially this space and time, this historical time, this discussion we have, we've been having, the discussion that we're having right now. And what it is, we have to reach out, especially during the digital information, social media age, to have discussions as, like we're having now, as to things that are being said on these big major outlets versus what's really going on in our particular lives and area and community. That's what's uh-huh. really important. But we need to know what's going on. What struck me the other day was this. As I was going, taking care of some, getting some supplies, they had folks lining up to buy. And ain't nothing wrong with looking good, taking care of yourself, taking a bath. Oh. Having, yeah. But they had them social media distance going into the community to buy some hair versus... Uh, how we can get together with getting some money to get some masks to the communities that don't have any. Because the hair is more important because they want to look pretty uh, while they are sitting in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Fred. These people want me to act a fool, right? <laughs> <laughs> I but mean, speak to their language. <laughs> we Listen, we... It's, this is just too... It's humiliating, to be honest with you. We, 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 and they were talking about how they had, and then they didn't even have drive up uh, commutes for people that wanted to get tested. And that's another thing, too. Uh, we, now, we got the so called experts, people that's been in the field with the universities and with the uh, top level government officials and with these officials. And they were saying that, first of all, the test 
We don't have reliable tests. No. That's why now that you see even Trump, when he came to town, our town, our area, you see that he mm-hmm. finally put on a mask as well. And what it is is they're saying that they got all people globally trying to do the test. But we don't uh-huh. have a test. And then what tests are you going to pick and, 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 that prove itself that, you know, we're talking about global, that's going to uh-huh. be reliable global, that can be administered uh-huh. to people globally. That's number Very one. Sure. Number two, of course, the vaccine and what's the situation. See, in our community, Jordan, we have, we've been through this whole epidemic massive thing. And people that have put their trust in a massive vaccine kind of thing, they were, uh, you know, using black men and putting syphilis, you know, uh, injecting them with syphilis shots. That's they told them, too, are you getting the best of care? Yeah, no problem. Come get this shot. And it turned out that the shot was... Um, was, was was syphilis, you know, it was an experiment, and 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 the scientists that developed this disease for the injection of our community did it on a taxpayer and a did it on a uh, main uh, subsidy monies, and so the syphilis experiments and injections for us, we we have to be very concerned about, uh, you know, any kind of injections, vaccines, or medication. <laughs> Going into our community in a mass situation, who is it? Who got the drug? What it made? What's in it? You know, what does it do? What's the side effects? You know what I mean? And you said something very, very, very important at the beginning of this conversation, and I hear it too. I had to tell a lady the other day; she didn't have no mask on. She said exactly that. Well, you know, I, I believe in God, and God gonna save me, and I'm protect. And I'm wrong. I believe in God too. I believe in you know higher power too. But at the same time, put your mask on, put some gloves on, wash your hands, and do your part. You understand what I'm saying? Then God can help you after that, right? Right? God is going to help you if you help someone else. And I think that's the basic thing, right? Exactly. God is going to help you if you're doing his job for him by making sure your neighbor is okay. Let me pose this to you. So, we're still in the pandemic first wave. All the major mega preachers, where they, where was they at? Where they at? Mm-hmm. How come they didn't stop the pandemic? Why come they didn't pray and say, God, Jesus, please, make this pandemic go away? Now, people got to wake up. The people Wake in up. the people in Atlanta that decide to defy it all, go to church. Not only a lot some of the pastors did, but a lot of the parishioners are ill or passed away. I tell you, Fred, I'm getting ready now to uh, to take. Uh, I gotta get some supplies. But tomorrow, let's talk more in depth about what we started. There's a couple of interesting insights that we're gonna draw on. And uh, it's really getting interesting as we now get into the second wave um, of this pandemic. And what our community really need to learn, what kind of information they should draw on. Because if they're not really educating themselves, as I said the first time we chatted, then I think we're just not going to be a better community. We are just going to be the least of the humanity, you know, uh, race out there. And we always be subjected to being, you know, com- you know, least considered. Maybe this is the time for us to show how brilliant we are. Maybe this is the time to show why 
we are the first race to be on this earth. There's something about us, but we don't care enough to show that. We need to show the world we can be a part of reorganizing and bringing it back home in the sense of how we can regenerate the problems we've surpassed through the times and create something that harmoniously makes the world a better place. Maybe people don't understand how powerful that is. You don't need Marvel to tell me that I can be Black Panther. <laughs> That's how I'll conclude today. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll definitely do more rounds in the series that we're working on. I appreciate your time. You be safe out there. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. So, of course, I had to come get live. It's all good. It's always interesting talking to Jordan. Um, I will be, of course, sharing this. And, you know, my thing is to invoke conversation. Very important to, uh, you know, communicate with you. You know, of course, uh, we love the music. We love the dancing. We love the beautiful women. We love the, you know, the great eating. We love, of course, uh, everything that's fantastic about this great and beautiful country of ours and all the great people. Doesn't matter what your political party is. Doesn't matter what your nationality is. Doesn't matter where you're from. Of course, we all are part of one race. That's the human race. And this particular uh, disease, and this particular virus has affected us all worldwide. Doesn't matter. It has no sense of rich, poor, black, white, young, old, poor, rich. You know what I mean? Uh, it's all. It's global. And the thing is, is uh, you know, uh, to get respect, you have to give respect. You know, respect me and care enough enough about me. Even if you disagree with wearing a mask or, or with protecting yourself and your family, don't be so arrogant and blatant where you feel like uh, you're going to walk around and uh, you sneeze and it's flying in the air and it affects me. At least have one with you to be considerate. Not to mention, of course, we know that, you know, you want to let your uh, body get immune to the different viruses in the air. Because that's not the only virus and allergies that's in the air. It's many of them. And, of course, we end the technology transition. Let's hope that the transition will be something that will be swift, be quick, and that all of us can benefit from. And then, of course, it's all about our community being devastated and hit harder in any other community, that's always the case, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the, uh, uh, the, the you know, whether it's uh, COVID-19, whether it's Katrina, whether it's Ebola, whether it's SARS, whether it's HIV, whether it's uh, whatever it is, it always hits our community the worst. And then if the mega rich and the mega in-office powerful don't have a plan, and it affects the masses where the masses are scrambling to get their thing. Of course, you know, it's going to be even more so for our community. So I care about us all as human beings, the human race, everybody. We all need to communicate, uh, be considerate of your fellow man. Let's try to work on, uh, you know, uh, working together. Of course, I understand, you know, we don't wear masks, you feel like, hey, you know, that's that's for you, but at the same time, have it, have your mask, have your gloves, you know. All right, it's all good. Keep riding, keep vibing. We're gonna see you on the web.